everybody, welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. To the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how we doing? And to the left of me, coming back on the show for the uh, first time in a couple months, and uh, he's been on the show uh, a bunch of times, and if you are familiar with the show, you are familiar with this man. His name is Adam Albright Hannah. What up? Uh, Adam, uh, as you may know, Adam, uh, one of the many gigs that Adam has as a gig-doing man is uh, he's a, a writer, a, a, a contributing writer. What, what do they call it? Uh, yeah, I think on the mass that I'm still contributing writer. Okay. To and what, The Onion. And, oh, so are there non-contributing writers? Is that what? Well, there's, there's writers, there's contributing writers, there's other contributors, mm-hmm. and then there are just people, I guess, who don't do anything for The Onion. Hacks. Okay. And then, then there would be us. We are not on the masthead because we do right. nothing for the onion. Right. There would be no reason to put you on the masthead. But there might be a reason to say Buck Perez doesn't work here, maybe. Yeah. And then maybe just a little bit closer. <laughs> just okay, just to distinguish, it, not to ruin the publication. You know, yeah. put, put that I don't work there. Just to make sure. <laughs> yeah. We have intentionally not hired Buck Perez for 20 years in standing. This guy not, does not work here. So Adam, Adam works for the onion. And uh, so what, what, what is a typical day look like? Like when you, when you do your writing is... is you know what I'm saying? You get like an email that says, write something. Uh, give me 50 words on, uh, you know, Mitt Romney. Like, wh- wh- how does it work? Well, there's a couple of different assignments I get in my role there. We have the weekly headlines, which I got to do 15 a week. So those okay. are due Monday morning. And those are like, you know, the comical headlines that you're used to seeing. So you knock out, you knock out 15 of those and then, they, then, they, then somebody else writes the story. Is that how it works? Or if well, they like the headline, then... Yeah, I'll get an email back saying all the headlines that were circled that morning, and from those circled ones, sometimes those make it in the paper. So they could be like a single headline that shows up, or it could be one that, like a little small paragraph or a full article, and I don't write those. Yeah, the staff writers write the article. The headline seems like that would be the hardest piece actually to write than the actual 500 words that comes after. Well, what I do for the rest of the week is that's the daily assignment. So it's like they have like American Voices and... Man the streets and things like that. So that's like a direct, you know, Obama, you know, caught killing one of his children. What do you think? And then I come up with like a comical answer. Right. Um, and that's that's the pictures of like the three or four right. people that went the one kind of Indian cab driver with the, <laughs> the weird hair and then the kind of uptight looking guy. Yeah. 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 They, uh, they, I think there's like six. They alternate. Yeah. So those are daily assignments. And I get a couple of different things like that. Like the, there's stat shots and infographics. But to answer your question, those are like direct jokes i have to do for specific questions like right. but coming up with the headlines that's still yes the hardest thing because i've been doing that for since like 2004 right. and just to sit there and come up with something's pretty hard so I, I don't think my headlines have been that good for the last five years no, <laughs> don't degrade yourself like that man come on <laughs> but, you know, for the last uh, five years it's kind of like doing the podcast here because like you know we come up with two shows a week and stuff and you get to a point where you go all right, topics this week. You know, how do, how do you keep the show fresh or whatever? Then it just ends up happening and ideas come. And But it's always, I find that, you know, there's so much, if like the amount of uh, time you took creatively um, stressing about whether you actually still had it or what, I, I find myself constantly, I don't know if I have it, or maybe I didn't have it, but maybe I got lucky. Or, you know, you go through that whole thing and then you go, oh, maybe I should spend my energy on coming up with ideas, you know? Right. But, but you don't really, you know... I, from my thought creatively, you don't really come up with ideas. They just kind of like happen. You, you know, and then you kind of beat it out. Like you go, oh, there, there you go. You know what I'm saying? It's not like. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, but you can't just sit around waiting for ideas to happen. In my opinion, it's once you get in, once you get your brain moving in that thinking of idea mode, that's when they start just popping into your head. Right. But I don't think you get, like if you're spending most of your time thinking about driving your cab, I don't think you're going to start getting great. Now, script ideas. Now the off the onion office. What is that like? 
Uh, like well, on the daily, because, well, I have, know, it's a different office environment. Or do you work at your? I uh, work at home. Yeah, that's, so I have the dream. no idea what the other offices. They just moved from New York to Chicago, actually. So, but you could go there and you know, right? Oh yeah, if I if I ever went to the Millennium Falcon is opening. Yeah, I could do it. So yeah, since I'm not a staff writer, I'm not like I don't show up and you know, put on a tie and go into my office there. But yeah. the, that's so, a pretty good gig. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's good. Just, I'm fun. Yeah, just I mean, it, it in. and like with you, it's like, as you were saying, like, since it's forcing me to have to be creative each day, like I know if I'm rewarded or not, if it's published or not. Right. So I can go like a week without anything published. I'm like, okay, I've lost it. They're going to fire me old. at any minute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. And then, yeah, I'll get one back in. I celebrate. Tell the wife she didn't care. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, that's about it. I, I think we've said many times that our wives appreciate us for nothing that we actually have to contribute to the world. Exactly. Like my wife judges me based on, like the only reason I should be here, like I'm kind of a good, like I get paid to write, right? Like uh-huh. people pay me to do that. So... I guess that's a benefit I have to the world, you know. Uh, people listen to the show, so maybe they think there's a, a sense of humor going on, right? Sure. My, my wife, she asks me how to spell things from time to time, <laughs> but rarely laughs at my jokes. Yeah. And uh, just she judges me based on whether I took out the dishes or whether I, um, you know, I, t- I took in the trash cans. It's just taking things out. It's just basically it's trash management <laughs> is all I mean to her. Which is strange because like all the positive things are probably what attracted her to you in the first place. Yeah. And like my wife, those are the first things that she lost interest in. Right. You, you know, know, they say the thing that the thing that brings people together is usually the thing that also drives them apart. Whoa. Yeah. I've never heard that. I think, yeah, it was a, like Lao Tzu said that or something like that. Was, so that is with you and Sarah? What is that? You guys are what, driven apart. That's that's what, tough to hear. Let, let's Yeah, it, it, it it's let's all going down. south. We've been married for a year, we're done. You know. Jesus, packing it no, in. No, no. It's not true. No. Uh, so Adam Albright Hanna is here, and uh, we're gonna have some fun today on today's show. On today's show, we have a news story that Buck's gonna get to in a second. Um, we've been gone for a while because I was uh, I went on a road trip across uh, the Western United States. We'll get to that, um, and then also uh, uh, some some cool opportunity came my way from the city of Lakewood. So we'll get into that too. A whole oh bunch gosh. of stuff. But instead of me going on and on about oh I had a trip blah 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 it was great I was on the road we don't need to get to that I, I saw this news story and I said we need to lead with this wow so uh, Buck Buck Perez we have to lead with this we have to this is Buck this is the first time Buck's read a news story since yeah, he was banned a, from reading on the show I actually I was banned by you the <laughs> <laughs> world's banned me I mean you can unban yourself I mean I, I guess it was proved that I can't read <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think he's doing this on show one for a reason just so I'm not far out news. Why can't you share your bit? Police arrested an Arizona man after he allegedly spent two months trying to set up a sexual encounter with a dog over Craigslist. Hmm. Yes. Reaction. Yeah. Yes. Now, I didn't know that they had the, the dog for men encounter thing. Did they have dog for men, dog for women, men for men for dog? I, I don't understand why like you just don't go, you know, just get a dog yourself. Why do you have to go through Craigslist? Well, maybe he... I don't know. Maybe he likes, he, he likes a seduction angle. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird, man. Look at this guy. Very lonely. Was it looking Look for this. like a purebred? I don't know. Yeah, let's so, okay, let's, okay, let's, what, let's find a little more. Well, but wait, wait. Dogs don't use Craigslist. I think they're more of like an Angie's List. Oh, I'm talking to him. What 47-year-old James Naylor didn't know is that he wasn't talking to a willing dog owner. He was talking to an undercover officer. Oh, oh God. The married father who, who lives in Mesa allegedly posted an ad on Craigslist at least two months ago titled Bottom, Bottom Needs Hung Tops 4M4. 
I don't know what Bottom that needs hung top. Yeah, bottom needs hung tops. It sounds kind of like to, an Asian restaurant. Willing to, to try hung canine for fun, too. Oh. I don't know. It's a hung... So they want it... Willing. They just slipped that in there. It's like, I want to do a dude, and then, hey, if you got a dog... I don't get any of that. I like how it's willing dog. Like, he's not going to rape a dog. He's not a dog rapist. (laughs) No, no. This is consensual, baby. (laughs) Just put a little peanut butter on your butthole. Consensual. All right, here we go. An agent with the Maricopa County Sheriff's Department negotiated with Naylor for weeks. Weeks. Damn. Using a picture of a dog from the (laughs) animal shelter to lure him to a nearby hotel, seducing him. Oh, it's a picture of the dog smiling. Exactly. (laughs) Dog's like, I'm willing. Look at me. All right. I didn't know the dog was gay. By the way, it looks like a straight dog to me. This is a gay dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, You've got gay dog? Former dog owner. Yeah, look at this. He's flaming. You know a queer dog when you see him? flaming, yes. Stone cold. Stone cold gay. Naylor was arrested and taken to jail Monday night. He never saw the dog. Which is oh. sad for him. He didn't even Skype with it. Like you've got to see <laughs> video, live video. I'm sorry. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, now, now, right now, I want to want you to see this dog's red rocket <laughs> before you engage with him from do you, behind. Do you think the cops were like just trying to suppress laughter the entire time? Oh, yeah. and they, like the drive there. And, oh yeah. Did they have the to catch a predator guy like come out? Because that would have been fucking dope. <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> he walks in with a dog. I've seen ball. a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, the dog is sitting there, and the dog comes. I was like. <laughs> and then it runs back at, like out of the room like, usually, <laughs> right, exactly. like the kid's like I'm gonna go get in flip into something more comfortable I'll be out there in a minute or you want some lemonade right. whenever the dog comes the yeah. dog leaves hi this is Chris Hansen from MSNBC that's what it was Chris right Hansen. and they always show up with like condoms and stuff yeah it's <laughs> like gay shows up with like poop bags <laughs> right you showed up with some uh, Newman's own dog treats organic <laughs> in your car the, this is looking pretty I and just came for fun. <laughs> I like how he... Look at this guy's face. Yeah, his mugshot is nothing to, nothing to be proud of. No, that's not the face of a guy <laughs> who just got laid by a dog. <laughs> anyway, uh, he got arrested by uh, America's favorite uh, sheriff, Joe Arpaio. Oh, okay. Uh, nice man. Uh, told Fox 19 that he's seen this type of crime on the internet before. Really? <laughs> I guess Joe's, uh, Joe's looking for that type of shit on the internet. Six people were arrested over the past year for similar offenses in which what? Craigslist was used to solicit animal abuse. Mm. What, what is it? Wait, come over and let me beat your dog? Yeah. <laughs> this is a different breed of people, people. who are no I people. like how he says breed. Breed. Oh, clever yeah. Joe Arapo. Nice. Who would do this to dogs? We are going to continue this type of investigation. <laughs> We are the only ones doing this, but we are not going to stop this investigating bestiality of this type. Having sex with dogs. And I always like how, wow. I always like how like on, on uh, 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 Chris Hansen shows up or whatever. But the the guy is always so focused on having sex with the kid that he's talking to Chris Hansen. He's still kind of thinking, I wonder if I can talk my way out of this and get at that boy back there. <laughs> they always have that like. All right, so you're just going to let me go, and then the kid can email me later. He should that your fire. <laughs> right. He's known for doing some wacky shit that your fire. All right, so, sorry, guys. Uh, we had a mild uh, little computer malfunction real quick. It's real hot in the garage right now, so the... Um, the uh, mm, 
the uh, the computer screws up sometimes. The hot talk. Yeah, the, the hot the, the talk <laughs> causes a lot of hot air around here. Causes the uh, computer just explode. But but Adam was saying after the computer stopped. Actually, Adam's best joke he's ever told on the show was right then and there. <laughs> no, no, he, he, he was you were saying something about dog puns, like Joe Arpaio and dog puns. Well, I thought it was hilarious how he starts a statement with like this is a different type of breed of person, and then I was hoping that the rest of his statement would be like I am barking mad at this woefully bad behavior, like. Every line. Right. I can't think of any more. That dogged human, like... <laughs> I have a gun. Dog gone crazy over here. I, man, I just don't, like... You know, there's there's certain things you go, well, I can see what people would be into that, but the dog thing, like, you know... I, no. no. Like, I would be into, like, dolphins or... I mean, there's way sexier animals than dogs. Yeah, we've, we've actually we've actually discussed that before on the show. Is a, it was another man who's into a, a, a dolphins. Dolphins, yeah. And he, he wrote the book called, like, Wet Love or, or something like that. Like, <laughs> Wet Fantasy. Or, That's the thing. They're always wet. So, yeah. <laughs> right off the bat. They're sleek. Right off the bat. Good times. Thanks. Yeah. So, wh- how else do you feel about dolphins? Because I've always kind of had a whale thing myself. <laughs> Baleen, though. Oh, you stick when, with when the you get, mammals, huh? Yeah, when, yeah. When, when when you get the head from a baleen whale, there's just <laughs> so much more going on there. It's like a. Hmm. <laughs> so, Snakes. thank you. Mike. Now, maybe uh, maybe after this story and us talking about this story, that potentially an offer that came my way might uh, fall through. What's up? And I'm talking about the the these. You know, everybody knows here. I live in Lakewood, California, right right across the street from the border with Long Beach, and you know it's a small little. Uh, kind of little residential, uh, you know, suburban city that just has a bunch of chain restaurants, um, right, right outside of, uh, you know, the big city. Is it is it going to declare a bankruptcy? No, soon? it's not one of those. No, no, Lakewood is like one of those places where they actually have their shit together. Um, it's like actually run really well, and like it's you know it's it, it's it's a good place. And so what happens is, as uh, before, like I spoke at the Occupy Lakewood movement before. Uh, you know, at the Lakewood Mall a couple months back. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and I did some poetry um, living, yeah. with my, uh, my my Congo player, uh, Tariq Abdul-Shabazz, right. was, was playing uh, a Congos for me. And so then I guess city, you know, the mayor or somebody on the city council or somebody on the entertainment board, um, they, they, they wanted me to write a song for them because right now, uh, Lakewood, they're having what's called the Los Coyotes Olympics. And what happens is this area of, of Los Angeles county was uh, originally settled uh, years ago the spaniards came through and labeled this area los coyotes oh. so there's like los coyotes street and then like you know if you go to san gabriel it was like the san gabriel area or whatever and so they're having what's called the los coyotes olympics and the this different cities that are in the los coyotes part of town are all participating it's like a long beach compton bellflower hmm. uh, and they're going to compete in some olympic games so they need a song to represent Lakewood because there's no official theme song. No one wrote one. Oh, wow. An original song? Yeah, yeah. They wanted an original song. And I, I guess, you know, the, the Carpenters were from Long Beach. And that was probably, the, you know, the biggest musical acts. You know, like, yeah. lots of great rappers are from the area. But distinctly Lakewood, there really isn't a, a lot of great entertainers from here. No. You know, I think Tiger Woods lived here once for a little while, but he, he's a really shitty songwriter. I heard his rap record, and it was fucking awful. Yeah. yeah. So they want you to basically write the theme song to the Olympics. Yeah, well, no, for, this, the, for Lakewood, so when, like, Lakewood... This is awesome. When Lakewood wins a gold medal, you know, they put the, the, the guy up there, and they don't want silence. You know, they raised the Lakewood flag, and there was, you know, dead silence. You know, Compton's got great... They have, like, the game doing theirs, I think. <laughs> and uh, Bellflower has, like, I don't know, some guy who's in Winger or some shit. I don't know, but... So they called me... 
And so I've been working on this. As you guys know, I played in a band for a long time with, with, with Buck. And so Buck, you know, Buck knows my musicianship or whatever. And Adam yes. here, I, I want to play the song for you guys because Adam also, you have a degree from the music business, right? Yeah, that's true, actually. From the University of Southern California. Yeah. So I'm going to grab my guitar. I so have, you guys just hang out. I have said that Todd is the, uh, the songbird of our generation. Was he the uh, original or was he the main songwriter in your group? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. I wrote nothing. <laughs> well, you, you Much like this show. You strike me as a bass player. Yes, that's what I was. I knew it. Just low down in the key. Damn, that's dude. What I was. Low down in the cut, back to the audience. That's what it was. <laughs> Just one show, damn it. All right, all right. So I got... First show. <laughs> now, now, I'm a, a little rusty with the songs. I just wrote it, so I got my notes. I got my, 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 my chords down. But. Well, what, what, you, you mind if I ask, what is your process when coming up with a new song? Well, that's... You know, I was talking about your process earlier with The Onion. And uh, when I do it, usually, like, I find that I, I just sit with the guitar. And then, as I said, you know, you don't have... You don't write things. They just come to you. I mean, you know, there's always the big question for musicians like yourself is, it, is does the music come first or then it's the melody or the words first? And Chicken then, or the egg, Todd? Yeah, oh. Well, Lakewood came first and my inspiration for the city. But I, I sat and I kind of toyed around with the guitar. And, I, and when the chords sounded right and it sounded triumphant, yeah, and mm. it's and it reminded me of the city, you know. It's a very Lakewood-esque kind of mo- mood you're going for, right? It's like you know when Morrissey writes a song, he's thinking about Manchester and you know, um, you know Rita Hayworth or something. Yeah, I don't know, definitely and, Rita Hayworth. And I and I and I was sitting around. I was concentrating on the streets of Lakewood. I was talking, thinking about the mall. I was thinking about Restaurant Row. Uh, I was thinking about Seven Eleven and the Lakewood Sheriff's Department. Right. Um, you probably wouldn't have been on a lot of dates with your wa- lovely wife around here. There's no, we don't go out here. Oh, okay. Apologize. <laughs> no. I was thinking about the Snug Harbor Bar with all the alcoholics up ah. the street. And, you know, as a quick offset, the Snug Harbor is one of... Uh, I notice every time I go into the local dive bar right up here, there's always a, a picture of someone who just died who drinks there. Oh. And it's always like there'll be a memorial for Johnny uh, next week at the uh, you know Lakewood uh, Country Club. <laughs> this is a weekly basis. Do people be dying in there? <laughs> and I, I saw the guy, I saw the thing the other day I was in the bar and I was like, oh, that was the guy on the walker, right? They're like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's horrible. That's, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Um, so yeah. <laughs> He just had to do a Michael Jackson impression. That's Without it. further ado. So here's <laughs> the song I'm working on and it's called Lakewood's a Great City. Oh, I like the title. Yeah. Lakewood's a great city since 1954 when it left Long Beach. It's got a restaurant row where you can eat Chipotle and Domino's. Chipotle and Domino's. Lakewood has good athletes. A dude from here plays football at USC. Property taxes are low, so you can eat Chipotle and Domino's. Chipotle and Domino's. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm feeling through it. I don't. I, again, it's, it's rough. It's it rough. It is triumphant. I like the 
the lyrics are really good. You think it, it, it captures the vibe of the city? <clears throat> I thought so, because it's like we have a Chipotle up the street. There's a Domino's, and there's a restaurant row, and some kid from Lakewood High is like a third-string quarterback at SC. Yeah, I got the lyrics. It, it's just you know, the, it's, the melody that I have a problem with. It sounds familiar. I don't maybe listen. that's a sign of a great song. Like, you know, sometimes you hear a song, and you're like, have I heard it before? Heard it before. But it's actually, you right. know, super original. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah maybe it's that good. I mean, it, it does definitely give me that cool vibe of like, oh, I've heard this before, you know, but that must mean it's like a really good song. Do you think it's too indie rock for Lakewood? Because, you know, I listen to a lot of indie rock music. I listen to a lot of kind of obscure stuff. I listen to a lot of like free jazz, acid jazz, a lot of like... Monk's variations. You know, that's the kind of stuff I'm into. So I just want to no. make sure that I'm not being too obscure no, with the song. Not, it's not that far out there. All right. <laughs> it's not that I crazy. think the Lakewood residents would be very comfortable with that song. Well, you say that with a hint of sarcasm or I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't think it'll, I, I, I don't think it'll shock them too much. Like I think, you know, it's not the type of thing that'll make them go crazy and lock up their daughters. I, I think mm. they'll be okay. All right, good. All right. Well, you know, I, I, I think it might. I have, two, I have two songs written actually, but I just want to get you guys, you know, final opinion on that one. W- would you accept that as, as the song? Maybe we should hear the second song. All right. I'm going, no. That's, that's it. That's the one. That was the song? That's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there, was a, there was a chorus to it. Oh, there was? Yeah. It was there's, like, there's more. McDonald's on Woodruff had some great French fries. No. I bought my laptop at Lakewood's the best buy. Lakewood's best buy. <laughs> no, that's I don't. I you know let's concentrate on the next one because this one I I think maybe it's got some good highlights. Alright. Maybe a little bit slower here. Hmm. I, mean, I should Tone have tuned down. the guitar. That might have helped. Yeah. Tone it down. Just make a left hand turn onto Bellflower Road And you'll no. find a shopping mall where all the people go um. The Lakewood Mall has a Nordstrom rack And a big ass Costco next to the Radio Shack You can eat at Der Wiener Schnitzel till 10 o'clock at night Come to Lakewood and have the time of your life Hmm. Um, you like that one better? I mean, this is a little more weepy. It's more, you know. Hmm, no, it's more familiar. I'm, get, I'm getting um, the spiel now, right? So this one also sounds like like you've heard it before. Like it's just <laughs> Again, in yes. the collective, the Jungian, you know, collective subconscious. The songs in uh, that, and I just saw American Idiot on Broadway. Like I had to go see it. And well, what's how, a, where, how was that connected to it's, his it's, original it's, song? It's just sounding similar. What's American Idiot? Was that is that like a spam a lot kind of it's, thing? Or? It's one of the greatest musicals of all time. Tom. Okay, all oh, right. Well, I'm, I'm Gersh- just, probably George Gershwin is, is what I'm guessing. Is, yes. No. All right. And what does that have to do with any, with anything? I'm just saying. It, it's similar. It's just if reminding you're me. Say it. Say it. There's there's similar tones that you have playing you know i think you're ripping off green day is what i'm saying have you ever heard of this band green day they were a late 90s punk phenomenon i'm not i'm not sure as again i said I, i'm into like really obscure indie stuff mm. i'm into monk i'm into mm. jazz music i wouldn't know okay. it's green day know. it's not that they necessarily they sing con- about lakewood a lot it's almost more like tonally you sound like them does that <laughs> like, make what, sense? How's, how does how does yeah chord progression wise Chord progression. Just make a left hand turn on to Bellflower Road. Mm. Hmm. You'll find a shopping mall where all the people go. 
Never heard it. The Lakewood Mall has an awesome Nordstrom rack and a big ass Costco next to the Radio Shack. You can eat at the Wiener Schnitzel till 10 o'clock at night. Come to Lakewood and have the time of your life. Maybe I should end on a minor chord. That's your- exactly a rip off of what they say in the song. Yeah, the last lyric is exactly the same. But well, I don't, I've never heard Green Day. I didn't really understand. They're an underground punk band who um, you've obviously heard a lot. Well, you know, here, here's what I'm saying. Adam, you play guitar, right? Oh, yeah. I, I saw you were playing. Here, here, grab this guitar. Play this guitar real quick because you were playing guitar <laughs> earlier. Oh, boy. Here like we to go. play while we talk. All right. So, you, 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 you know. What? What you got? What now, you... now write a song. You want to write a song? Just like write a song right now. Just write like a it only song. took me a couple minutes to write this song. It's because I'm a songwriter. Okay. Oh, oh. Well, right. I one upsmanship. Now, Buck, I never heard you write a song in our band we played in. You didn't write one. I wrote all the songs. It's very true, Todd. So what I'm thinking is, I sat, I got commissioned, and there's nothing but some kind of. Uh, a little bit of Real Housewives jealousy going on here that no one called Adam. Adam, you're a good finger picker. You're probably a better guitar player than I am. But but do you have the artistic edge to write songs? Like if someone said, hey, I want you to write a city about West Hollywood where you live, where would you be like, oh, I can write a song about what? I doubt it. Could you write an ode to fucking Radio Shack? No, that's not going to happen. And Buck? I got nothing. This, okay. is, this is like the Real Housewives, probably uh, New Jersey, not Orange County. Shit. Well, you know what? I'm going to turn the songs in, and when we win the gold medal in the luge and you... for Lakewood, and they play the song up, and you hear me sing Lakewood's Time of Your Life... Are you going to be there every time? Like, you're there on demand? Because they are paying you. Maybe I'm going to be like the, the, the Portuguese guy in The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou playing Bowie, just hanging out in the background with that. a skull cap on. Yeah, there maybe, I'm, gonna, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm going to be at the Radio Shack. Maybe I'm going to be at Nordstrom Rack. Who knows? I've got options. Those are the landmarks here. That's what I'm saying. Well, I think Chipotle's open until 10, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, it is. The Chipotle is open until 10. That's Uh, Wiener. Do they have a Chipotle in your area? Oh, yeah. I can walk to one. I thought Chipotle was kind of a Lakewood thing. Mm, No, that other thing you said was. What was that? Oh, all right. What was that other store? Domino's Pizza? No, there's one you just said, Buck. Wiener. Wiener Wiener Schnitzel. Oh, Wiener Schnitzel. Oh, you were just pronouncing it correctly. That's why I didn't recognize it. Sorry. I heard that place was owned by Nazis. Oh, that makes sense. Jesus. You know, any fast food chain with an iron cross on their logo. But anyway, you know what? All right, fine, guys. Uh, you know, I, I thought I'd give you guys Bud Light Platinum tonight to drink, but it sounds like you're drinking Haterade. <laughs> you are very defensive. I think, I think your voice sounds very nice. Thank you. And this is coming from someone who studied music industry. Wow. Would you sign me? <laughs> yeah, I would. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Would you commission me to write for one of your artists? I would have you be that guy from CZ just following me around playing. Yeah. Sing. From, from where? I, I would do it. I'd just sing Green Day songs about Lakewood instead of singing David Bowie songs in Portuguese. Right. That's a great idea. All right. So where was I? Where was I for the last um, couple of weeks? It's a, it's, it's a good question. Buck lots of times likes, likes to give me shit on the show about going on vi- uh, on gaycations. I call them gaycations. You usually take uh, very homophobic. <laughs> well, you usually take someone of the same sex, right? Yeah. You usually take Oscar or someone like that, and they go <laughs> off to a Raider game. Yeah, up oh. in up in Oakland, which is a very manly thing to do. <laughs> yeah, but going be- one in a couple weeks actually. But before that. Before the Raider game, they'll do something like uh, what? What was it? Shakespeare in the Park? Yeah, Oscar and I would, we would go see uh, like uh, Shakespeare in uh, Oregon at like the Shakespeare Festival, and the next day go to an Oakland Raider game. Ah, 
Last time we went to Napa. Pretty, yeah, you we went to Napa it. Valley, went wine tasting. <laughs> okay. And yeah. then the next day went to an Oakland Raider game. So it was like, mm-hmm. so Buck, Buck calls them gaycations, the, you know. The two worlds collide. Yeah. 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 Uh, but so. It's not homophobic. I went on a. <laughs> I, homophobic. I went on a. I went on a straightcation with my wife. <laughs> oh, look at that. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we, we, we drank beer, drank whiskey, and went to Sturgis. No, um. <laughs> so uh, I, I went. I went out with. My, I went with my wife. We went on a, a road trip. So we went to Vegas for one night. I went out with some buddies. And it was Zion National Park. If you've been there, Adam, have you? You've been there, right? Have you? Zanger? What? No. Zion. Zion National Park. You haven't been there. No. I thought it was you telling me about Zion. Somebody. Okay. Well, been to Yosemite many times. Never Zion. Yeah. 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 Do not like the Zions. Well, well, Zion, like, well, you know, Zion is actually it's in Utah, and it's like it, yeah, what, it does sound racist, and yeah, no, it's in Utah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought Zion was, you know, in, in Israel, but uh, no. To Zion to the Mormons is in Utah, much like everything. <laughs> but um, and so and so we went to Zion National Park, and Zion National Park it looks kind of like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade in the beginning, with like you know, uh, River Phoenix is running through all the oh, yeah. crazy red Rocky Mountains and everything. Great scene. Yeah, so it, it was kind of like that. We went, did some some great hiking. And it was fun, but what we were in Utah, and here here's the catch with Utah, like you get out there and it's all beautiful, and you're like, wow, this is this truly is. Like I could see why the Mormons rolled in here, going, this is Israel. <laughs> but um, I go to a bar, or I go to a restaurant with my wife, and I order an IPA beer, thinking nice. that you know it's an IPA. What what could go wrong? I get about halfway through a 32 ounce schooner and realize that it's a 3.2 percent uh. beer. Because every type of alcohol in Utah is, if, if, all the beer is 3.2%. Yeah. 3.2. And I was like, oh my God. So, and then they don't have bars in, in most places. They have grills. So you have to go and you have to order food whenever you go in there. So we, but you don't want to order beer because the beer is 3.2%. So they, what they do is at the grill, they make the nachos, the cheap thing. So you just buy nachos because it's two fifty, and then you end up, you know, then, then you can buy your alcohol. Right. But yeah. nachos, and you don't want beer, so you have to get like wine, and nachos and wine is horrible. So basically, getting drunk in Utah was one of the most uh, difficult things. That did happen to me once. I was hanging out. I was in England, actually, with uh, some neighbors, and we were drinking a bunch of beers. And then I got to like beer 26, and I'm like, why am I not blackout drunk like normal? Right. Like my <laughs> normal evening. And it was Why am it I was not <laughs> offending anyone? <laughs> right. So, yeah, and then it would turn out it was 3.2 beers, and I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. And I screamed, and... Yeah, that seems wrong. That is wrong. And I said, saying, God bless America. Yeah. I'm glad we kicked your guys' asses in uh, the Revolutionary War. (laughs) Right. Fuck tea. (laughs) Coffee, motherfucker. They're called French fries, not chips. Yeah. That's just so stupid. (laughs) And and then you called them uh, victory fries or uh, patriot fries. (laughs) What do they call them? Freedom fries. Freedom fries. Yeah, that's for the, yeah. That's not for the British fries, but yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're saying. Freedom yeah. chips, freedom chips. <laughs> but yeah, so you Fuck know, you, I, Britain. I went there. I went. To, I went to Salt Lake City, and the interesting thing in Salt Lake City, there was nothing interesting in Salt Lake City, but it was kind of funny because we went to like the, all the Mormon like um, tabernacles. Yeah, the tabernacle and like the temple and everything, and they, they have like a statue, and it's like John the Baptist putting his hand on Joseph Smith. <laughs> Like what? the prophet of Mormonism, right? And I was watching, and I looked at it, and we took a photo of me with it. But it was kind of funny because you're like, wait, that's John the Baptist. That's that's you know the guy from the Bible I was taught as a kid. But there's Joseph Smith, and it was kind of like when you see, if you were to see a Star Trek character in Star Wars, 
You know what I'm saying? Like Mr. Spock, you'd be like, no, this is one of those chocolate in my peanut butter. There's peanut butter in my two chocolate. Two different fictions. And I was sitting there and I was looking at it and I was like, this is this is weird. But um, Adam Albright, Hannah, thank you for uh, putting <laughs> off your, yeah, exactly. your Breaking Bad viewing in order to come here tonight. No problem. And yeah. same here. I got, I got a DVR. And Buck Perez, thank you for uh, coming by as usual. And ours. I was sleeping outside. You're just sleeping on my lawn or what? That's what was happening. I don't know if you saw me for the past week. Akbaka Baka Chaka. <laughs> <laughs>